Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1330 of the Lots on Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you on a Tuesday, October 18th. The Atlanta Hawks open their season tomorrow on Wednesday, and we are in the middle of a two-part episode with my friend Robbie Callen. A couple plugs here at the top of the show. Number one, this is part two of two. So if you missed part one, it dropped at the same time on Tuesday. That should be in your feed right now. It's better to listen to these in order. So part one is available for you right now. Robbie and I talk about the Western Conference, over-under, sort of a season preview. Every single year we talk about over-unders with myself and Robbie. Eastern Conference stuff dropped about a week and a half ago on the feed. Today is a two-parter on the West. This is part two that you're about to listen to. Also, I recorded an episode on Monday evening in the wake of the extension deadline with DeAndre Hunter, as well as some news and notes, some mailbag questions, some shooting guard stuff, etc. That is available for you right now. We're very, very busy now in advance of the season, and the Hawks do open on Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll also have one more show between now and then with my final sort of predictions and preview stuff dropping Tuesday evening into Wednesday, so stay tuned for all that as well. And af- after this uh, sort of break to hear the intro to the podcast, I'll be back with myself, Robbie Callen, part two on the West. You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm joined again by my friend Robbie Calland of Diamond Up Rocks. We are here for part two of a two-part chat about the Western Conference over-unders. If you missed any of the intro stuff from part one, listen to it there. But Robbie, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be here. A short break to write some breaking news. And here we are talking about the Western Conference. And we have reached the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis was a breakout team last year. 56 wins, immaculate vibes. Everyone loved the Grizzlies. And uh, I was a little surprised by this. The number at Bet Online as of right now on Monday is 49 wins. Yeah, pretty, mo- pretty modest. Yeah, it was 49 and a half to start. And um, I was ready to hop on the under, man. I was, I was going to, I kind of was too. That's kind of why I was, I was surprised because this number is not low and this is not, this number is not high enough for me to be excited about the under. Yeah. Um, Part of the context that's important is that Jaron Jackson is going to be out for at least another month, maybe longer. That Mm -hmm. is part of this. They also lost Anthony Melton, Kyle Anderson. So they are worse on paper even before the Jackson injury because they only brought in an injured Danny Green and some rookies to replace them. So they're already a little worse. You throw in Jaron, some potential regression. I don't know how you feel about that. Like team quality wise, like they were really good last year. Of course, they had that famous like they were like 20 and one without Ja or some stupid number. Yeah, Um, it was crazy. So. I, I did think that they were going to win less games this year, but 49 is like low. That, that number's low enough where I wouldn't be running to bet the under either. No, I, I think it's about right. I think I, I maybe lean under if anything, but I think that's just because I have a decent number of overs on the board. Uh, and you're known for you're, 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 you're known as an over better, generally speaking. So yeah, that's good. Um, uh, so I kind of, I kind of <laughs> lean, lean under vanning, but I think this is about right. I think 48 to 50 wins feels. About where they are, I think they're solidly, solidly a playoff team, um, probably top, top six. But I, I do think there's there's potential that they um, maybe slide behind the Pelicans in the division. Like if, if oh. everything breaks right for with Zion's health, like it wouldn't surprise me necessarily. Um, yeah, I I think one of my questions, and especially with Jaron out, is his fit. So Stephen Adams' fit with this team was something I was unsure of 
uh, going into last year is one of the reasons I, I was kind of down on them a year ago is I thought it was a, a downgrade going from Valanchunas to Steven Adams. But he worked kind of perfectly with what Jaron is, particularly uh, on the defensive side of the ball. He is good at being where he's supposed to be, uh, but he's not a great rim protector anymore in terms of he's not a great help side guy just because he doesn't have that that burst. But that's exactly what Jaron is. And so because Steven Adams could kind of be the anchor, Jaron was allowed to fly around. That's part of what made Jaron a, a defensive player of the year candidate. Without him, I wonder if they can still replicate that. Brandon Clark, who they just re-signed, probably steps into that role of Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, on defense in terms of flying around and using his athleticism, but he's just not as long. Like he yeah. can jump like crazy, but the length is the reason Brandon Clark slid in the draft because he's six, eight with fairly short arms for that size. And, you know, I, I think that's going to be a considerable loss because Jaron played what, like 75 games last year. Um, he played a ton, which was not the case for him ever before that. And I think that was really underrated with what he did for their defense. I like a lot of their guys. I still think they're a good team. I think this number is about right. Um, they they maybe have a, a little regression in candidacy, like you said, because they won some close games kind of in crazy fashion a couple of times. But also they, they're, they're in that play hard and win regular season games group, so I don't want to jump on they're going to fall back 10 wins from no. last year which is where you kind of have to be to, to bet this under. You have to think that a 10-win regression is a very real possibility, and I, I don't necessarily see that, so I'm with you. I think it's a stay away, and I, I guess if I'm picking one way or the other, maybe a slight lean under, but Jaw is really good. They win games. They have a lot of depth, even with losing a couple of guys. Desmond Bain's really good. Like They, just, they have dudes. Yeah, I'm definitely higher on the guys they lost, which is maybe why I'm pessimistic. Like I'm, I'm big on Anthony Melton. I'm big mm-hmm. on Kyle Anderson. Um, and they, I mean, they replaced them with guys who could be interesting in the future. But generally speaking, rookies are not going to help you. Um, they're hoping for a lot from Zaire Williams. They are very high on him. And that's maybe one of the reasons why you would like Memphis to kind of keep their level is that Zaire will be in year two. Um, Bain had his breakout already, but could be even better this year, potentially. Um, maybe Jaw stays a little bit healthier. He missed a bunch of time, although he is probably going to be doing that most of the time. Like, I don't see him as like a 75-game player most of the time with the way he plays. So, yeah, I, I think they're going to be good. I would certainly project fewer wins than last year. I also don't uh, I don't have an inkling on uh, running out to bet the under either. So, okay. yeah, I've got it with you. Um, One uh, more thing. There we go. The reason for optimism. This is important. Ken, oh, Kenneth, Kenneth Lofton Jr., baby. I should have I known. Two-way. Uh, if he was on the roster and not a two-way, over. First time he checks into a game in the regular season, it's going to be buckets. like just Twitter is going to be aflamed. Kenny Led by you, I think. Um, oh, I like him I need too. league pass alerts, Memphis media. I mean, Anytime they have... he, I need to know. I, I want to make – I need alerts when he is called up. <laughs> I need to know when he's going to play. They need to start him. Just talk to their front office. I, 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 can, I can tell you like three guys in their front office who I, who I know personally and just check in with them if you want me to. Um, yeah, it'd be good. It's 
Gonna be they're great. loaded. This is a uh, it's a draft Twitter team all the way through and through. David Roddy season. They even got Kennedy Chandler, who like I love Kennedy Chandler. He's not going to play for them because they have he, they have Ty Jones too. But like he's really good. I like Kennedy Chandler. So every year they find at least one guy everybody loves. This year I can't wait for Kenny. It's just crazy. Um, David Roddy, Jake Laravia, who everybody likes, including me. So Contra, Santiago Aldama. Yeah, Santiago Aldama's on this team. I don't know. They're he so good. In the, he he's good. In the, I don't know what you he want to dominated say. summer league. He's he was out player. there putting up like wilt numbers in summer league. We have the first ever recorded wilt Sandy Aldama comparison here on the Lothan Hawks podcast. Uh, tell a friend, tell an enemy about the show. All right, let's go. Let's go to the Lakers. Uh, worst vibes for sure on the Lakers. Cool. Um, the number is 44 and a half wins last year. They won 33 games. Um, their number three through 10 players on the roster could not have possibly been worse last year. And uh, AD missed 41 games. LeBron missed 26 games. They still have Russ against all odds at this moment. <laughs> um, they did lose Malik Monk, who was their probably third best player last year. I would say so. I think we're pretty minimum, minimum top five player last year. They um, lost Carmelo Anthony, who might've been one of their five best he players. He was helpful too. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did. I will say this. They are better this year three through 10 than they were last year. Pat Bev is a good player. Um, Dennis Schroeder, who was an old friend of yours, just got injured, but he's, he's on this team. Um, Lonnie Walker is not great, but he's an NBA player. Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson, Troy Brown, Kendrick Nunn is supposed to be healthy after missing last season. Like they have Max Christie's a guy people, people like they have more guys. Ryan, Austin Reeves. Um, Yeah. Matty ice on the team. Um, So, I don't know. This is it. All comes down to how many games AD and LeBron play, right? I mean, yep. is there anything else to even say? No. I mean, when they when those two play, they're really good. Even last year, when those two played together, they were they were good. When they don't, they're quite bad. Yeah, and again, like they're still bad. I mean, their three through ten is still bad. It's just mm-hmm. better than it was last year, mm-hmm. which is, is a tiny bar to climb over. Mm-hmm. I think Pat Bev is the best player they've had in on the, on either either team, other than AD and LeBron, but. He also might get hurt. He's always hurt um, for some portion of the schedule. Maybe, maybe, just maybe Russ is better than he was last year. Um, he's still talented. Six we'll man see. Russ. That might go over well. Uh, we will say, I, I know I should speak for you on this. Uh, this is a pro Darvin Ham podcast. Oh my God. Yes. We both covered Darvin in Atlanta. Um, I hope that goes well for Darvin. I do too. Like that's, I, I would like to be optimistic about the Lakers for no other reason. Really for no other reason. <laughs> I like Darvin Ham, and I want him to succeed. I would like him to continue to be the head coach in the league because he's deserved it for a while, and uh, happy to see him get that spot. Tough go, though. Uh, Best of luck out there because there's going to be some decisions to be made during the season. That's not not an easy first gig because you're going to have a lot of roster combinations. Yeah, a challenge for sure for Darvin. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't even know what I would say. I I guess I'd just take the under if you made me choose. I wouldn't bet this, no chance, but under is my play if I had to pick one. Sure. This is the – this is – There are the more net, downside scenarios in, than upside scenarios. For this me. is That's in the Nets. The Nets like, Agreed. No, I would never, I would never play this. Never. On the board, those two. I, I just mean there's there are more, there are more scenarios no, for I'm the with under you. than the over. Total, totally hear you, but, but yes, like stay away. if somehow LeBron that, and AD play like I sixty games, then like they go. Yeah, that's probably the case. 
Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain they have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs right now today. LinkedIn Jobs helps find our people for your team faster and for free. I've had to hire a few times in the last few years. LinkedIn Jobs has proven to be an awesome resource. It's incredibly easy to create a free job post at LinkedIn Jobs. They have high-quality candidates that you need to locate the best possible hire. Then once you're set up, you can add the job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're actually hiring and LinkedIn jobs are simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates which is the right skills and experience you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire you want to finish the year strong and finding the right team member is a key piece of doing just that it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires against leading competitors LinkedIn jobs helps you find quality candidates that you want to talk to and they help you to do it faster you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA that is linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply okay let's dive into the cross arena rival Mm -hmm. clippers Mm -hmm. uh 52 and a half wins is the clippers number juiced a little bit to the under last year you can kind of throw it out but kind of not they won 42 games with zero from Kawhi, and paul george played 31 games so that's very impressive in itself they were able to win 42 games um they add john wall who's kind of a question mark but should be at least a pretty good player for them they get a full season now of Norm Powell and Robert Covington. They did lose Isaiah Hartenstein, which is not a nothing loss. I think he's a good player. But, um, I mean, the Clippers, I think everyone's talking about them as a playoff team, which I also am. Regular season-wise, it's like, I mean, Ka- Kawhi's not going to play back-to-backs. We know that. Um, PG, over under 60 games, I don't know. But they have so much depth. It's like, it's comical how deep they are. It truly is. Like, they have, like, the 12th man's making $10 million. It's just nuts. Balmer money, baby. Yeah, it's, um, it's a huge competitive advantage to have Steve Ballmer. Like, great. They're paying Luke Kennard $16 million a year to be like their fifth wing. It's insane. And they're fine with it. They don't care. Why would they? I love that. I he love has so that. Much, that. He has so much money. Prince it doesn't matter. Money. Yes. He doesn't care. He's, look, he's my favorite kind of owner in the sense of, like, he seems to, for the most part, like, leave the basketball decisions to the basketball people and say, Make the most entertaining product for me to sit under the goal and clap like a moron for. Do you That's need, all he wants? Do, do you need money, Lawrence Frank? Is the, if the answer is yes, <laughs> take the take the money. There it is. it is. check. Doesn't care. I mean, he the all time clap we, like we, we talked about it at the time, but that that Covington Powell trade was the all time ownership flex. Yes, they did that. They did that move to take on a, a ton of salary in a year where they knew they weren't going to have Kawhi for this year. They did that move at the last deadline, take on a billion dollars in tax money, all that stuff for this year. And they're still going to have a billion dollar tax bill. It's insane. It's and I love funny. it. If I was it's a Clippers so fan, funny. I would be so, I'd be so happy about Steve Ballmer. It's the opposite of like these teams, like, like the Hawks this year who are ducking the tax on purpose. Steve Ballmer's like, bring on the tax folks. <laughs> Don't care. Can we get a little, can we get Steve, a little bit Steve better? Ballmer, Steve sure. Ballmer will cut a check and send it uh, to the bulls. Direct. It's nuts. Jerry I mean, Reinsdorf, here you go. They only have I know you're poor. They truly only have on paper, they have one semi weakness and it's backup center because they don't they just don't have one. But even then they could just play small. Like they have There's Marcus Roko, have they go. It is what it is. So I mean, I'm I'm just tempted to like name guys. It's nuts. Like Terrence Mann is like their thirteenth man on this roster. He'd be like a rotation guy for most teams Nick in the ba- league. Nick Batum. Uh yeah. Back so again. I don't know. Uh as over. far as over-unders are concerned, I, I do lean over. Um, yeah. 
I'm, I don't know if it's a full-on play because I just don't know how much Kawhi is going to play basketball. Yeah. But even if Kawhi, if okay, let's let's say okay. this. Talk to me. Scenario. If Kawhi plays fifty games mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. If, if fifty games sounds reasonable, like they're not gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna manage him heavily as they should, mm-hmm. but like fifty's a reasonable number. And like also, I'll like the thing I'll say is he spent his year plus away. Like all he did was strengthen his legs. Like I've seen Matt Moore talk about this. I like, bet. he uh, he's like so much stronger in his lower body, which was not always. He's always been in very good shape, but like it's been noticeable. Like pretty much everybody that sees a photo of Kawhi is like, why are his why are his quads so big now? Um, and it's like he's gonna be more. Like I think he's going to be more durable. They're still gonna rest him, but like. I think he's going to be a, a bit healthier because of that, because he strengthened the base and like 50 games feels, feels about right. And if he plays 50 games, like, yeah, over, over. Uh, and also I have not picked a title favorite on this podcast. Uh, I'll just signal that right now. I think if I had to pick a team to win the championship, it'd be Clippers, but we'll see. Look, it's, it's the thing, like, like you said, like they just, they're so good. And it's just going to come down to, like, do their, can their top guys be there come playoff time? Because the other thing was they were really good right before. Like, they were really – I think there's only on the – right Yeah, there's only one team I would argue has a sim- – maybe two. One team I would argue that has a similar ceiling to the Clippers, and that's the Warriors. Like, the mm-hmm. full strength, mm-hmm. everybody in Warriors are obviously very difficult to beat. Maybe the Nets – like maybe if everything came perfectly together and Ben Simmons yeah. was his best belt and all this stuff, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. But just pure ceiling, I think pure Clippers, talent. Clippers and Warriors yeah. would be up there, and maybe the Nets. I mean, maybe like Norman Powell's really good. Yeah, they got those guys for nothing, just money. They're just spending money. Robert Covington's their fourth wing. It's nuts. It's the whole thing is crazy. I mean, I know I know I'm being dramatic, but it's nuts. Like. Again, I'm, I said, this is actually a principle of this podcast, like how much these two-way forwards are worth. The Clippers have the following gentlemen on the same roster. PG and Kawhi, Norm Powell, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Amir Coffey, Nick Batum, Brandon Boston Jr. And Luke, Kamar- and Luke, Luke Kennard's a pure two, but like Luke Kennard's a good player. He's like the seventh wing. It's absolutely preposterous. This entire roster. Well, the other thing is like if they decide that they need to get a backup big, they'll just trade for one. It's fine. Just trade have- one of your guys. Exactly. So anyway, I'm Rock I'm, like, Pearl, come this. on down. Wouldn't yeah, surprise they, you if they ended up with Pearl. No, I mean, I don't know. If I, think Ty, get- I think I think Ty Lue, not to do the whole Clippers podcast. I think Ty Lue de- likes to default small. Sure, which is does. kind of why this roster is what it is. Like you have Zubats, and as long as Zubats is healthy, they're fine. They can play 15, Remember 20 the minutes tonight. Just small. Like gave the Clippers Zubats. Hey, don't disparage Mike Muscala that way. We're not going to do this on this podcast. This is a pro Mike Muscala podcast. They're just like here. Yeah, that was a bad this trade. guy. It was a very bad. Have trade. this guy that we desperately need now, and we have been trying to replace ever it since. Bad. It was very bad. Uh, anyway, okay, that's enough of that. Clippers. We like the over. We like the Clippers. <laughs> Moving right along, uh, um, the Houston Rockets, uh, different than the Clippers, 23 and a half wins. They were a 20-win team last year, and they earned that. They were not unlucky. They were just that bad. Um, they didn't 
do that much other than add rookies. They add Jabari Smith, of course, Tari Easton, who I like, Ty Ty Washington. They invested in Hawks legend Bruno Fernando as their backup center. That was a fun little addition. They did lose Christian Wood, which matters. He's a good player. Um, they're going to be awful. I think everyone agrees on that. The question is how awful. They still have Eric Gordon. Like They have some guys that are veterans. Like, how is Eric Gordon still there? By the Eric way? Gordon and Jay Sean Tate are still on this team. Uh, I don't know why both of the. I mean, I guess Luis, Luis Mate is only like 26. Eric Gordon, I, I don't know why he's still there, but he is. Um, Wait, didn't Jason? I thought they traded Tate to OKC. Am I wrong there? Oh, no. He's he's still on the team. Okay. Jason Tate is still on the Rockets. He's injured, I think, at the moment. Who, oh, Nawaba. Yeah, David Nawaba. They did oh, a. Man. They they cut Derek Favors after bringing him in. That um, was the funniest trade. The weirdest. It was just like four players for four players. <laughs> I think this is right. I heard this. I heard this on Dunked On today. Uh, I believe every single player in that transaction is not on the team now on both sides. I after, love money. After, I love Don't you love so, money laundering? Yeah, it's fun. Um, anyway, this is going to be a bad basketball team. They do have a lot of talent. Um, Jalen Green, really talented. Jabari Smith, uh, Sengun, um, Kevin Porter on an NFL contract now. Yeah, it's a bizarre, bizarre contract. Um, but. I could not bet the over. Like you couldn't give me money to bet the over. I couldn't do it. We took the um, over on the Vicini pod. Can't do it. I am walking that back zone. No, I listen. Like anytime I, a number is that if, if the number is, if the number is that low, there is a world where like Jalen Green makes the leap this year and he becomes like and they just like smoke that number. A top 35, 40 player in the league in year two. That's that's possible. Jalen Green has that kind of ceiling. Sengu, like just the raw talent. That's the one the, the counter argument for Houston and kind of like OKC is like they do have a lot of raw talent on this roster. It's just that they're all really young and not quite there yet. But if you get a guy or two that pops, I'm just not a, like, I don't believe in their point guard situation. Like Kevin Porter's not a point guard and they're trying to do that still. And it's fine. He's a talented guy. Josh Christopher, not, not, Knicks. not a Jacob guy. I mean, he's, he's good. He dribbles a lot. He dribbles a lot. And I don't know. And no, also if you're, if you're Houston, here's the other thing about Houston if they keep Eric Gordon all year and he's healthy and playing, probably an over team because he's really good. But like, aren't they going to trade Eric Gordon if he's healthy? Like, they why, why, why wouldn't point, they trade they, Eric Gordon? They can't. They haven't been able to yet. I don't I guess know why. That's true. Um, uh, they've been trying. They uh, Bo- my, my one plea. They have Boban, I think. Is that right? They do have Boban. The, uh, yeah. the Christian Wood trade. Oh yeah. Uh, my one plea to the Rockets, and this goes along with your point guard thing, is like, please. Get the ball to Jabari. I would like to see Jabari Smith be able to do stuff. Um, let's not do what Auburn did to him a lot, where the Auburn guards would just not pass him the ball, despite the fact that he was the giant, most talented man on the floor because they thought they were better. And I have concerns about that because the Rockets guards have some traits of that. A uh, little irrational confidence running through Mr. Mr. Christopher and Mr. Porter. Uh not to mention Jalen Green. Let's let's let Jabari cook some, because um, I I just want to see that. Because I I'll be honest, like the flashes are so good with him that like I just kind of want to see like what he looks like getting some sustained run on an NBA floor. And I worry we're we're just gonna get flashes again. And that's yeah. I want him like your two top options should be Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. They yeah. should be getting. The two most shots. I don't think that happens, and it's gonna be annoying. They should have a lot of malice to feed. I mean, viewer. even like, like KJ, Mo- 
Like K- KJ Martin is a guy who mm-hmm. literally asked for a trade just because there's so many guys and he's a good mm-hmm. player. Um, at least a useful young guy. Um, yeah. Tari Eason, I don't even know how much he's going to play. And like, I love Tari Eason. Like he was the guy. I They're going to have to play him because he can play defense and they don't have a lot of that. Yeah. Well, as the Hawks, like I said, like he was the other, the only guy I would have considered over Griffin was Tari Eason and I would have taken Griffin, but Tari Eason was right there and I liked him a lot. But I mean, backup center is a wasteland. Like I, I'm happy for Bruno that he landed there, but like, that's not a great option necessarily. They have Usman Garuba, who's like kind of like hybrid big. I don't know. It's a weird team. I, I tend to lean under, but the number is so low that no thank you again. It's my yeah, recommendation. I think, I think I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be optimistic. I'll lean over, but don't really want it anymore. Let's go to Golden State. Different again than Houston. Uh, 52 is the number at Bet Online right now. They won 53 games last year with the following games played totals. Steph Curry, 64. This is decent enough. Clay Thompson, 32. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, 46. Mm-hmm. And they still won 53 games, which, which, would be, which would be the over on this year's number. And their supporting cast is maybe a little worse on the veteran side, but you have to on factor in. Side. Yeah, but you have to factor in maybe more of Moody and Kaminga, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit of Wiseman. They had, yeah, they're going to play Wiseman. They had they had they had a Dante DiVincenzo, who I think will be good there. Honestly, I love um, that Dante. They did lose Gary Payton, which is a big loss. They lost Otto Porter. That's a big loss too. Yep. But you would hope, if you're the Warriors anyway, that you get a lot from Moody and Kaminga. I'm a Wiseman skeptic until proven otherwise. But like he's on the team, and backup center is fine for him. Um, I don't big know. Moon, I, though. Yeah, I love I love Kevon Mooney. Um, absolutely love him. Uh, I well, I'll just say this: it's raining. I can't take the under. Nope. Won't do it. Nope. Could they hit the under and just cruise because they don't have a whole lot of urgency? Yes, for sure. The only reason why I'm not just like advocating the over is because they know they don't need to win that many games. Correct. However, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I got, I got, I got nothing to advocate for the under. Like the only, the only argument I have seen anybody make for the under is like, they might be hurt some and they might cruise but it's like they were hurt and cruised last year that's what i'm saying that's that's why i gave you the, those numbers because draymond missed almost half the season draymond and was steph, a steph had like steph has had his worst year his worst in terms of like there was a one year he missed all that time but he had his worst statistical year in like a long time and still missed 18 games and clay played half the season and they still won over this number and you would imagine, even if you are the biggest skeptic of Moody and Kaminga imaginable, they're going to be better. They'll be better than they were last year, you would think. And um, I'm I'm a Moody guy. I like, love Kaminga. Kaminga, I'm fascinated by. Like just Same. generally, like I think he is. He's a guy that like flashes stuff that you go, wow, like he could be a dude. But he also is just kind of all over the board at times. Yeah. Um. I love Moses Moody. Agreed. That was one of my guys in that draft. Like just. And he plays the type of ball that is kind of what they want and yeah. need. He's like an he adult can, already. A big, big. Mo- I, I was so mad when they got like we were in the in the slack room on draft night. I remember we were all like, "Are you kidding me?" The Warriors got like the Warriors get moody. Like, him falling a hip oh, ball to them was silly. Um, I thought and, they should have taken him at seven. Yeah. And, and they didn't have to. Then they uh, got him at fourteen. They also have Ty Jerome, who. Might not be good, but I who's still, legend? I still like. How about that pull for you? Uh, nice. Um, like that. But I no, I, guys. I can't. I can't play the under. Uh, I, nope. 
I like this over more than some of the stuff that I've done. But again, it's it's just because they may they may just pull off and not care. But other than that, right? And that's the like the crit like they peddled off the last two weeks of right. the season last year. That's like, why they did not for fight for the two seed. They said Memphis, you got. It. And I get why the projections don't the like them seed. because you're the, the projections are factoring in Clay and how much time he's missed mm-hmm. and all and like how bad Wiseman has been when he's played, all that stuff. I get it, but like. The core is the core. I think Clay's going to be pretty good this year, honestly. Like I think he's, Clay he's, will be good. He's, he's, he's another also, full summer later. He's um, going to play, what, probably 60? Yeah, he'll play 55, 60 like games. He's gonna play six, and he's going to fight to play more, but they're going to probably rest him on back-to-backs. Wiggins got paid. Poole Wiggins got, got paid. paid. Pool's uh, just good, man. He, he, should, be better. he, should, he should be better this year, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm all uh, in. They're just... They're just good. How about that? Just the embarrassment. Them and the Clippers are just preposterous. Silly. And this next team we're going to get to. Yeah, let's let's Could let's be. go to Denver. Um, Denver, Denver is an interesting discussion mm-hmm. because last year, led by the MVP, they somehow won forty eight games. They sure did with nine games combined from their second and third best players. Nine combined games between Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. That's correct. Uh because Jokic is an alien. Because um, he's an unbelievable basketball player. That's he's he's by himself good enough to will them to mid high forties, and then you In the West, figure it out. Just, it's here nuts. You go. Uh, but you know Murray, I think is going to be not great this year coming off of the ACL. There's not there's some stuff about him kind of getting back a little bit slow. Still, like him being there helps a ton, even if he's it's diminished. Better, like Michael Porter Jr. I'm not the biggest fan of. He definitely will help them. He's a great shooter. Um, he's huge. All that stuff. Uh, he is. He's like he's like a legitimate 6'10", 6'11". He's huge. I mean, he is. He is. He's a, he's, this is just a really funny way. You're just like, he is. He's huge. He could, he's a great shooter. He's huge. Like. He is. <laughs> I mean, defensively, he's pretty bad, but whatever. Um, they have Bruce Brown, who I love. I know love you are also play. pro Bruce Brown. There's going to um, be some just sick small ball lineups they run out there. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Brown is funky. I mean, they, he's they, like they, a he's he, he can do some of the Jokic stuff in the second unit as far as like facilitating through him and running weird, like like center centric sets with a guy who's six five instead of seven foot. Like it's yeah, he's I'm excited great, for what Michael Michael Malone is just a great coach as as far as like getting the most out of guys. He can get weird with him for sure. Yeah, I oh. I dig that signing. They also, you know, the the Over. the trade for KCP um, in exchange for Monty Morris and Will Barton is kind of an interesting one. It was kind of tax avoidance, but KCP fits really well with him. I he think um, he's also Ish kind of nice insurance. He's also insurance for Jamal Murray being not as good. Yeah, right. Like just like he can kind of he can let them not play Jamal Murray as much as they normally would play Jamal. Well, and they also have Bones Highland, which also helps. Like, Bones can score for you in a way that... Um, Microwave. It, yeah, he can, he, can, he can go score for you. I, I wish they still had Monty, but I get why they did that, no, at least it. on paper. I yeah, The, the number is 51 and a half. It's juiced to the over. I, I think I lean over still, even though it's mm-hmm. a, that's a high number. But Jokic, knock on wood, has been extremely durable. And as long oh, as he's yeah. out there... A floor-bound big fella. Yeah, I just I'm not I can't playing above the rim. I mean, the smart money would be that he won't be quite as good as last year because he was so insanely good last year. But maybe he is. Maybe he's just this guy every, forever now. I don't know. Um, over for me. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna like bet my life on it because it's it's a high number and would juice to the over. But over. 
I refuse to bet the under. I'll tell you that. Oh, so. I mean, they're just yeah over. I think I think Border there's teams. gonna be like yeah, I think there's like four fifty win teams in the West this year. Yeah, and like fifty uh, plus like solid. The last, the last team is actually another team I'm we'll talk about now. Actually, let's just do that. But yeah, I, I agree. There's um, we've already talked about. I think there might be five. Honestly, I think maybe, four, maybe, maybe even six. We'll see. Um, the last team is Dallas. Mm-hmm. So Dallas last year won 52 games despite a 16 and 18 start. So they were kind of similar to the Pelicans, not quite as bad as the Pelicans, but they got hot late. Yeah. Um, they lose Jalen Brunson, huge loss, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, they do add Christian Wood to help the front court. They had JaVale, who is a good regular season player for sure. Uh, they get our guy, Tim Hardaway Jr. back after he missed a bunch of time last season. And they have a full season now of a Spencer Dinwiddie as well. So uh, I think the reaction to Dallas losing Jalen Brunson has been a little bit overblown um, because you would think that they were losing like an all-star and he's not quite that. But uh, they don't really have any creation. They didn't replace him. Yeah, I mean, Dinwiddie, as long as they have Dinwiddie, they'll be okay. But if Dinwiddie misses any time, or God forbid Luka misses any time, they don't have anybody to create. They have two guys on the team that can create offense. It's Luca mm-hmm. and Dinwiddie. Maybe you go to like Jaden Hardy as a rookie after that. Like they have, oh. they don't have any juice on the perimeter. Like all that's their a, that's a bucket getter right there. He, he can get buckets for sure. Doing much more, but they don't have. I mean, guys I like. Let's just say guys I like, like Frank Nolakina. I like him. He's a valuable player. He can't create offense for you. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. Summer League legend. Tim Hardaway Jr. Same thing. Not a, not a creator. He's a, he's a shooter. He's a scorer, but not in a. He's a jump. He's a jump shooter. Reggie Bullock, three and D guy. Great, great, great corner three point shooter. Dorian Finney Smith, corner three guy. Like they don't they don't have they have Luca, and as long as Luca's there, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the thing about the, the Brunson loss. More than just losing Brunson, it's like what they don't have. If anything goes wrong with Luca or Dinwiddie. Yeah, and I think I just think there's a team that just has to lose some. Because we've got all these, I, I keep, you know, betting overs here. Uh, I think it's the Mavs. Like I think Luca's phenomenal. I, you know, all of that. But I just, I look at this roster. I think they're a worse roster than the four teams that I've talked about. Phoenix, despite all that stuff, despite vibes, despite <laughs> vibes, Minnesota, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Nuggets. Yeah, like those. I guess it's yeah. I guess it's five teams. They, they do have the worst roster. I mean, it's 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 funny because it's been the, that way the whole time, and they they seemingly just win a bunch of games every year. Maybe it's just Luca, but yeah, I mean, like Luca does that, and like maybe I just will keep getting. I agree wrong, with you though. They like, they do have a worse roster than those teams though. Like I, you'd have a hard time picking them above above any of those top five in yeah, my mind. But funny. they also could do it because they've just been able to do it last year was the same thing like they, they defended great last year and no one yeah no one thought that was going to happen coming into the season so i'm interested to see jason kidd teams and i guess maybe year two is not when it happens he kind of has like a tibbs thing where like eventually the message wears thin um like it happened in milwaukee where it's just like eventually the guys tune you out when you have yeah. that style and i don't know like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I just – I don't see how the personnel is an elite defense, but they keep doing it. And now you're going to really up the ante on – we're going to find out how good kid system is because Christian Wood is not that dude defensively. I I don't know. I, I just think somebody's got to have a little step back. 
I think Dallas, I don't want like what is what's the number? 48? 48 and a half. 48 and a half. Like that's probably close to right. I think that but I do think they're in the Memphis range of like high forties is probably in play. I think they're just they're just below those other five. And I think it's crazy that it's one loaded. of Dallas and Memphis yeah. is going to be in the play in. Well, one of those seven, even like you, you can go as far oh, yeah. as to say like but any think, of those think, seven teams. I agree. Right. We agree on that, on the tiering, yeah. generally speaking, but like, you know, maybe, maybe just somebody gets hurt. Like maybe it's just as simple as somebody misses 50 games and that team, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Like teams that just happen, that happens. Last year it was Denver. They just got, and Jokic saved them anyway, but they got battered by injuries. Um, and maybe maybe it's maybe Steph misses half a season or something like that, and the Warriors do it or whatever. But yeah, I'm with you. Like the fact that there are seven teams in the West projected for at least 48 and a half wins is that's crazy in a, in a, in a league where the top six makes the, uh, the top six have always the play and seven team doesn't. And that's before you even get into the Pelicans, who people like, or the Lakers who have LeBron, James, and Anthony Davis on the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's nine right there. Like if you like any, if you like New Orleans or, or LA yep. um, and like you know, people are fans of Portland, like I don't, I don't want really to see it with Portland, but like that's a team sure. that could be there. Um, so yeah, I, 17 for six spot. It's the same thing in the East. We talked about the East to, to sort of wrap this all up. Like the East is the same problem. Like pick your playing team. I, I have no idea who it's supposed to be between Cleveland and Atlanta and Brooklyn and the top four from last year. And that's seven right there. So yeah. Both both conferences, like I think the, the league's in great shape. Like there's a lot of really good, really, a lot of really good teams, but it's. Uh, it's I, I, I mean, and it's it's kind of interesting. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly how we got here, and like I guess it's just we keep getting incredible young talent that comes on these teams and like pops early. It's time for expansion, like, Robbie, to the desert. It's time, Seattle and Vegas, fire up, fire, fire up the rosters. Fire, expansion draft, fire, fire up the U-Haul for me, buddy. Um, that's that, that's it. You're just gonna take over the beat on whichever team in Las Vegas. Just yeah, go ahead and move yeah. out there. That'll be me. You would spend um, so much money on food; it would be unspeakable. Yes, it's true. It's just all yeah. this. Just Spag- Spago standing <laughs> reservation, corn chowder in my eye hole all day, all day. Go to Spago, get the corn chowder. Tell him Callan sent you. They would, roll out, they would roll out a table for you like that. Um, anyway. <laughs> you should mean something in this town. It's going to be uh, – we're off the rails. But, no, this is – We'll get a boulevard named after you, Brad. <laughs> do you have – before we sign off, do you have a favorite over-under in the Western Conference? Do you have a favorite play? You don't have to, but if you have one, uh, let's, favorite, let's round it favorite out. Favorite play le- legit might be Minnesota. Over. I almost said that too. Like I was thinking about like what I was going to say. If you asked it back to I think me. it's them or the Clippers over. Yeah. I think for me, it is probably the wolves over. Um, yeah. After that, I don't love an under in the, in the West anywhere. Like the, I, there's some teams I'd like, I, the, I I'd like the under. I think I'd take them on the Lakers. I would take it on the Blazers, I think. Um, But the Kings, like I kind of, like the kings i don't know that's a weird sense it's gonna be really weird because i think there's a chance that we end up with a very clear break where there are six or seven teams that are just trying their hardest to be horrific and we get a ton of wins at the top well that's that's the line i mean that's one of the arguments against the teams in the middle this year in both conferences but especially in the west is like if you want to fade the kings part of that is that you like the teams at the top 
or if you want to fade the Blazers, same thing. Like those teams in the middle, you know, the, the best teams can afford one injury, a big injury even, mm. and still be pretty good. If you're the Kings, if you lose Sabonis, Sabonis. like you're That's probably done for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the Blazers and Dame is not Dame or Dame's, and Dame gets hurt, you're done. That's it. That's it for you. So, um, yeah, it's it's weird to me, but I, I think we're on the same. I think I would probably take the Wolves over. And mm-hmm. I have family from Minnesota. I lived there briefly in my very, very small youth. Um, it is very strange to advocate as a best bet the Minnesota Timberwolves over. I got like screamed at last year because I was like, I can't advocate the Wolves over. I didn't even take the under. I just said I can't it's until the they prove that they can get past like just the all-time bad vibes organization. I have I have an original. I, I, I wish I had it close to me. I have an original season Minnesota Timberwolves T-shirt yeah, in my do. closet because I lived there when they launched. Now I was very small, but sure. my dad is an adult. It's an adult-sized T-shirt. That's how long I've been following the Minnesota Timberwolves semi-closely. Now I'm not a Wolves fan. I life, grew up a Hawks life, fan. W- lifelong. But I mean, my my uncle has had season tickets since the first year of the Wolves, like That's literally. Wild. And they they've been bad for. The, and they're not kings bad 90 percent of but they've been bad for the majority of the time eh, 80 percent of their existence so they're it's weird to have that over but i we're on the same page i mean no i'm with I, you like I, one bet i think i take the wolves over so yeah you're man. the balls in your court Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Really good. yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, part, no of, part of that part of that really is like I have long thought that Rudy was just an underrated entity in the regular season. Like, I just think he's not well, because like, people, people don't like him for whatever reason. Like right. the personal stuff with Rudy, he doesn't get respect from players. And I get it. The results are the results. Like in the regular season, like he just wins. Oh, and like, it's what Utah did every year. Like every year, everybody was like, well, maybe Utah will fall off. And they just didn't No, Like last I, year, they kind of did. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a believer either in Utah, generally speaking. But they just kept winning, and it's always won. Rudy, and even if you don't like Rudy, you could just be like, okay, Anthony Edwards is going to be a guy, and he already kind of is. So they have three legit star level they have guys. Three stars. Russell's a good player, and yeah. like we're not even like D'Angelo Russell guys. Oh no, but I'm as the fourth guy. If he's your fourth guy, and very he fits good well with basketball Gobert, player. Yeah, so I think we're on the same page there. All right, Robbie, I'll let you get out of here. Thank you for all the time. Uh, Anything to plug at the end of the podcast on video? You can see Robbie's Twitter handle, but he can share it for you on the audio side, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, at Ark Allen and uh, check out our work on Dime and Uprock Sports, and you can listen to the Puntcast if you are so inclined. Uh, there you go for college football stuff. The season, as your people listen to this on Tuesday, the season begins tonight. The Hawks open Wednesday, but the season actually begins in the NBA on Tuesday. So if you have thoughts on your win totals, get them in now. It's uh, you don't have much time to wait or futures and all that stuff. So check out Battle Line for all that stuff. Thank you to Robbie for joining us on the podcast today. Please subscribe to the show and podcast and read and all that fun stuff. We'll see y'all one more time between now and the opener on Wednesday for the Hawks. Stay tuned. We'll see you then.